Yo, it's Michael Thompson here. Thank you for tuning in at Street Hunting Kingdom. Follow us on Instagram at MT1Love. Follow us on TikTok at SHK Podcast. Like, comment, share. Tell all your friends. Give us some feedback how it is. And please enjoy this episode. Thank you. <laughs> you ready? How are you doing, guys? It is Mike from Street Hunting Kingdom. And today I have a special, special guest right here. Go ahead. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, listen, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing amazing. <laughs> well, my name is Sakina Merriweather, and I am goodness. It feels <laughs> so weird to say this, but I I'm in women's ministry. Yes, ma'am. And um, I started a women's ministry called Daughters of Deliverance, wife Mary Charleston, South. I love it. I love it. So today, um, we really gonna be knock. I really want y'all really pay attention to this podcast, take notes and all that. And so we really gonna really understand of we really gonna dissect callings today and how can we commit to the callings. But first, I don't I don't do this at po- every podcast, but I need y'all like and share. And not subscribe and all that. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and all that. So do that real quick. And I'm gonna drop her on Instagram and all that in YouTube. So y'all can definitely follow those together. So we are two two entrepreneurs and all that. And it's so hard to understand that the things that we do is it part of like God's like plan for us. Because we can do things that seems good and all that, and but it's not part of the plan that God has for us. So it's like for it's I always say like God, it's okay if you can break my plans if it's not according to my uh, my calling. And it might not like, it might not look good. <laughs> right. It right. might not look good. So right. so how how for you and all that? And like how how are you? Uh, you know you're not actually a woman that but how, listen, uh, uh, I am proud of my age. I am forty five. Forty five, okay, yes. go ahead. And still kicking it. Go like ahead. the twenty year olds. What's up? <laughs> Y'all better watch out now. <laughs> Doc, you better watch out now. Right, man. Come on now. I'm not, I mean, an AJ number the number. We know this. <laughs> so 45 years old and you're pretty much, you, know, you kickstarting your ministry, not like going hard, going hard. And, and just the way that God is using you and just the anointing on you, how, between that journey of where you started, how was it looking? Dude, that's a great question because first of all, um, you know, as, as people of God, um, and as God's daughter, um, I didn't recognize or realize how many talents I actually had and, you know, going through life and just kind of trying to figure out what you're good at, what you're great at, and what you're kind of like, okay with, um, on that particular journey for, for me, you know, my life just it kind of went into a direction that I didn't expect for it to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, uh, I thought that I would just be this salon owner and retire from behind a chair and then eventually let like, just travel the world and, you know, you know, live my best live life. Right. Best life, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, you know what guys, you know what they always say, like, you can't live your best life. You got to lose your life. To That's see true. His. <laughs> that is so true. Listen, you got to lay your whole life down for this kingdom. Yes, ma'am. And um, along along this journey, I made some, you know, discoveries about myself and just, um, you know, 
recognizing that I had some different like gifts, like spiritual mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. And it's amazing because in my career as a cosmetologist and a cosmetology instructor, mm-hmm. God would always use those particular gifts in me yeah. for what it was that I was called to be in that season. Mm-hmm. And I was always different from everyone else. And sometimes I would think I was a little off, but God would just show me different things when mm-hmm. it came to like education and, you know, students in my classroom that weren't, they weren't necessarily getting the information. I would kind of like visually see things and know that they weren't getting it. And God would use those I don't want to say intuitive gifts because yeah. that could go into new age, mm-hmm. but the Holy spirit would just speak to me and give me a different way of relaying that information so that my students were all getting an understanding of what I was teaching. Yes, ma'am. So God was always using me. I just didn't recognize how it was all coming together. Yeah. So my life changed and shifted. I thought I was just going to be this, like I said, have this six-figure salon or more and just, you know, travel the world and teach abroad and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And um, my life kind of just got shook upside down. Yeah. You know it. what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. I got shook upside down. I ended up in a, I ended up, first of all, let me back up. Um, I was a divorced single mom mm-hmm. raising two children. My mom passed away. I inherited my sister. So I was raising three children. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved back to Charleston. So it was like my second time living in Charleston as a ex-military wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just taking care of my family. I developed this business, started doing all these different things, teaching at um, Paul Mitchell Cosmetology Schools. I just start traveling and doing all these things. And then I, I got in a relationship with someone and it wasn't a God-ordained relationship. And God was trying to pull me out of the relationship, but I wanted to stay because I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. Not recognizing that God is always with me. Mm -hmm. And I let my, I let myself kind of go through this turmoil and God was like, okay, since you don't want to obey, you're going to have to feel the ring, but I'm going to pull you out anyway. I still got you though. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) it was no joke. And I think a lot of times as, um, you know, women that go through bad relationships or even, you know, being divorced, mm-hmm. you have this um, comfort of being with someone. So when it changes and it shifts and that marriage was not ordained by God, yeah. I got into that marriage because I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. trying to live for God in college, yeah. messed up, got pregnant, had a baby and was like, you going to marry me because mm-hmm. I ain't about to tell my mama them. <laughs> I'm about to do this by myself. So (laughs) I was trying to hold on to this image. Again, pride. It's pride. That's something that we have to lose. I'm learning that my own self. Yes. And being raised in church and not wanting to look like a failure. Yes. And not wanting to shame my family. So again, pride and shame, they they cousin. Mm. And I was like walking in this, in this, this area in my life, it just was not pleasing to God, but God still just gave me such grace through the process and, you know, going through a divorce at a young age and ending up a single mom of three and finding myself in this relationship with someone who I, again, should not have been with. I, I basically got the same man just in a different form. Mm. And so with that being said, you know, God literally shook 
my whole life. And one morning I got up, I was brushing my teeth, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, it's time to move. Mm. So, ooh, you had, you had that you had that <laughs> Abraham moment. <laughs> for real, for real. It's, it's, for real. it's crazy because, like, like I was telling your husband, it's like for for me, three years ago, I would not be thinking like mm-hmm. like three years ago i probably think i probably i don't even know where i would probably go to be honest i don't even know but in my in my mind in my head in my heart i know that i was supposed to be somewhere successful did not know i was going to be somewhere in ministry and all that somewhere in in the fitness and all that so it's like god will give you like visions of everything mm-hmm. but it's like you don't know how it look but you just gotta move Right. And all that, like you know, you don't know what the stuff that you're gonna do. And we, and for some of us, definitely my generation, we tend to get on the treadmill, and all that. And I always call the treadmill in the distance. You got like mm-hmm. for for the treadmill is we we keep we, we're just walking. You might change the um, you might do a little elevate and all that. We might change the speed, just all that. But you still walking same distance. You still seeing the same stuff. You're still in around the same area. But if you step off the treadmill. And actually take the distance you see in different things you see you get you get, to, get you get to think different things you get different revelations of the journey that god's taking you in that so for us to really i had to get off the treadmill and actually get the distance and not only walk the distance by myself but it's like let him lead me there's sometimes i'll be in my house and i like to, sometimes i like to sit in the house and there's sometimes where god is like i need you plunked out like i'll walk where from my music worship music going and i'm just walking mm-hmm. I'm just walking all across the whole neighborhood, going inside this other people's neighborhood and too. Just like, just like God was in trying, like, what are you trying to tell me? What's the next plan? And for us, and and that's why it's, I'm so blessed to have certain people. You gotta have certain people on your team, you know that. And for and for you, like I can see that you have you have a, your husband. That's that's your teammate. You know? That's my guy. That, hey. my, that's my best friend. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So, and for us, and I always have, and I call it the um the Elijah and Ahab name, because you know for him, I, I like I like to say it's all the time. He is, you got Elijah praying for rain, right? And you got the other guy going. I ain't gonna lie, about a fifth, five, fifth, fourth time, I ain't going back. That's a distance I gotta take. Go look for look for some rain. Now see nothing, but we have to have a team, and the team is we have to. While I'm praying for the names that I'm praying for God. I need my teammates to go watch the things that I'm praying for and tell me, hey, I see. I see the stuff in you. I see the, the that's why we have, that's why we got to prophesy on so much of our friends that, we, hey, you are, you're going to hire. God's going to take you to another another level. So we have to normalize prophesying over our friends, over our teammates and all that. Like, we need that for, and it's like, even saying the simply, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's another, you. that's another. Like that's that's a whole nother level of saying I love you. Yeah, it is. That's so important. So important. So it's like if I say I call you, hey, that's another thing. I love you. I see what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I always this is saying I always say I say it to all my all the students not keep being amazing. Keep being amazing. So it's like we have to learn how to get off the treadmill, walk the distance, walk the distance with God, and make sure we have the right teammates around us. And all, and I could see what we, we this, the change you come from. You, you had you had this plan and all that, yeah. but you didn't have the right teammate right. and all that. So you right. had to get into that situation and get the right teammate. So how from right. that going? How did you? What what was the switch? Yeah, the switch in that you know, is so amazing because you know I never I I didn't think 
that I was going to um, get married again. You know, I kind of was like in this space and I was just like, all right, God, I'm, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia. It was just me by myself. And I was like, I'm just being focused on my relationship with God. Yes, and in that process, that's when I met my husband. Mm. And it was just, a, a, we had a mutual friend. It was like, hey, I know you're doing, you're making these changes and you're going to go into a different area in business. Yeah. I have a friend that I want to introduce you to. Matter of fact, you know him because we went to the same church at one time. And I was just like, yeah, he's dead. So she started telling me, I'm like, yeah, I kind of remember. She's like, I think he'd be a great person for you to talk to in, in, the, in the path that you're trying to go your, your business because you moved to a new city and you're starting over. And I was like, all right, cool. And you, you started having these conversations and it developed into this like amazing friendship. Mm. And so like the, I could see the team player in him. Yeah. And so God was like, I need you to understand that this person for years being in the same church, never had a conversation, mm. went in two different directions all the time. At the time he was married, his wife is, was this, is deceased, you know, and we met with wife is deceased. And so it was just like, the book was like, you've seen his fruit, mm-hmm. meaning watching this man come to church, to his family, serving in the church, PTA in security, all these things that, you know, just kind of the eye, just remembering what, what I saw. Yeah. So God was like, you could trust him. You could trust him. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I let my guard down and God literally used him to help push me further in my walk with God, because there were some areas in my life where I was literally walking in fear but i didn't know i was walking in fear because it was covered up by pride you see what i'm saying and he helped me to see what was like deeply rooted on the inside of me that was the real me he helped to fill that out of me he helped to uncover that and i'm so grateful because that literally helped me step out in ministry Mm. you know what i'm saying like pushing me forward in my gifts like hey there's nothing wrong with you. You're not crazy. You're just prophetic. You need to get some training on that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. You're not crazy. You have these dreams and visions because that's how God unlocks his, what he wants for the world to know. He unlocks it in you. Mm-hmm. And that's how he communicates. He got me to understand that about myself, which nobody else was able to do. So he brought, so he's seen the, the limits that you can surpass and he's seen oh. the potential. And we have like, oh man, I, I said it one time. I was like, no, I said, I was like, ooh, I, I keep that. And you, you was actually there when I said the first time when I said that at the worship night, we have to, even when it comes to friends, even when it comes to like first sister, mom and dad, we can't just be a relationship with that person. We have to be a relationship with that person. So the thing, how can I make you better? How, what is the stuff that you, you are passionate about and that you feel like you are called to? So how can I bring that up? And that, and something, and one thing you said, you was, you, you just hey, work, focus on your relationship with God. So you was mind your business. I was minding my business. You was mind your own business. <laughs> yes. And God, and God revealed to you the man for you. Yes. Mm. I, I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't dating. I wasn't trying to date. To I wasn't. Something. I wasn't doing any of that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm laser focused. <laughs> and even what when, when we were talking, just as friends, I'm like, he was like, come let me take him down. Just focus <laughs> on God right now. He was like. He was patient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like God gave him patience because he was able to like really see what was in me as a mate. You mm, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and so when God started really dealing with me, he was like, hey, let your guard out and going through this process of even like dating. Like there was like no, like nobody in the church was really like teaching us, teaching people how to date that had been previously mm. married. You mm. know what I'm saying? I've been previously married. He's been previously married. 
So now, how do we do this dating thing? Yeah, you, you had to get back in the game. Yeah, how do, how do we, what do we do? What <laughs> do we do? How do get back in the game? <laughs> <laughs> because everything changed, and, and the world's view of, of, of relationships is not the view that I wanted to carry out, or we wanted to carry out in our relationship. So, you know, we, we did some, we did some biblical things in the fast, pray, yeah. you know, and, and we got counsel because we eventually wanted to be married. But just to backtrack on that, I really had to learn how to trust God. Not so much trust the man that yeah. God put in my life, but trust the God that's in the man. And so with that, being able to see God in him is what really helped to catapult me and also cultivate me. Yeah in this area of ministry that I've stepped out in. And, and it's a scripture that comes to mind and it stays with me with everything. Trust in, him, in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. You did that for VBS. Yes. <laughs> Listen, in all your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct you. Yes. Yeah. And that's mm. exactly what happened. So the turn and the shift in my life and now walking into women's ministry it, it's, it, was, it was a tide that was turning, and it was turning slowly because I also stepped out and started my own brand. Yeah. And, and God literally blew on that brand. I, I was out here teaching um, women, in the, uh, men, women and men, people in the beauty industry, how to partner with God in their businesses. And I started putting on all of these classes, and, and it, it really popped off during covid and my social media page blew. Yeah. Um, I started this podcast. It blew. And all these opportunities were starting to happen. And then all of a sudden, boom. Awesome. Boom. It mm. stopped. And it was like, I was like, Lord, what is happening? Like, okay, you know how we do. You know we church folks. You know how we do. The enemy the trying enemy. to attack me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trying to take what God gave me. You know Man. how we do. Yes. And, and, and you know, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I went into prayer, spiritual warfare, binding the enemy, like da 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 da. And the Lord said, "I'm gonna make what seems like this bad work out for you good." That's all I kept hearing, and I was like, "What?" But before the boom, I got locked up. Mm. Here I am podcasting. I'm a hundred some episodes deep. I'm interviewing people, and all of a sudden, my jaw gets locked, and I'm like. What is happening? What is happening? It took me to the, the story in the Bible. Um, uh, my gosh, I can't remember. I don't know why I can't remember that name. But it, it was Elizabeth and her husband. Mm -hmm. And they were getting ready to have this. They were getting ready to have John. Right? Yeah. Getting to have John. And the Lord closed his mouth. And he wasn't able to speak. All he could do was write on the tablets. And then when John was born, he was able to speak and name his and so with that story, I, I was like, okay, God, so what are you saying? The Lord was like, I had to close your mouth mm. because I needed to put something in you that nobody else can bring into this world. Like I put something in you, a word in you for a specific group of people and I had to close your mouth so you can get in my word, get more in my word. Because you know why? Why I was trying to creep back in. Because mm. I would go to the store, people would see me, they'd be like, oh, that's so-and-so. I'm not going to say the name because it was like a whole like thing of, it was a trademark thing yeah. that I, I wore that I went through. And they were like, that's so-and-so and so. And so I created this avatar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With this brand. And people were identifying by that. And they weren't identifying me by God wanted people to identify me as. So the Lord was like, all right, here we go. 
so that that tide was still turning, mm -hmm. stuff was still happening, and God was like, yeah, I allowed, I allowed you to do all that because I wanted you to see what was in you. I wanted you to see the potential that was in you. People in, in all these 40-something countries, people would message me from China, um, Russia, Germany, all these places saying that they, they're reading their Bibles or they can't, they can't have a Bible, but they're getting the word by listening to this podcast or saying, my, I gave my life back to God by listening to your podcast. Mm. So God was still in it. He was still using me, but he was showing me the potential that was in me. And so as that tide was still turning, when that happened, God pushed me in the ministry. He said, now I want you to go forth. Now I want you to go forth. And all I want people to see is me. I am the light. You are the vessel. How so it's, it's, it's crazy how God dragged us into it. You know, it's crazy how that is not part of our plan, <laughs> but we get dragged into it. And that's, that's all about the anointing that God has. Ooh. Like, I'm like, I'm so, it, I'm saying my mind is blown right now because like, it, it makes me just think about us. Like, just listen to your whole story and how God's like, how he made a path and how he showed you some new things and how so much trials they went through and all that. You still kept your heart. Yeah. You still kept your eyes on God mm -hmm. and all that. And one thing that um, my spiritual mom, she always tell me, uh, she always, and she, she brought me this thing, it's called Coke from Curse Burgers, Breaker. It made, it made me think about for a lot of us, like, we like, we got to break a generation curse. You know, we, whoever we came from is not good. Mm -hmm. So we got to learn how we break the generation trip, but not make a new one as we're breaking old. Mm -hmm. So as we break an old, we need to make sure the new generation is not a curse. Mm -hmm. It's actually a generation blessing mm -hmm. and all that. Cause we, so, and for, for that, I see how you're making a new generation. Mm -hmm. you, you, you learn it from the stuff they've been through and delivering into young ladies, poor ladies, and on that pour down to walk with God closer and then that's a generation less. Yeah. That's a that's a great revelation. I love it. Yeah. And it's true because I'm literally setting a path for my daughters. Mm -hmm. And um it's funny because when I was at my old church and I was in Charleston first time. Mm -hmm. A lot of those young ladies, they always gravitated to me, probably because I was a hairstylist and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Yeah. But they always gravitated to me, and I would spend time with these young ladies. And now I see the fruit. I see them on social media now, and I'm like, hey, you guys are doing your own thing. And I'm like, hey, y'all still kept God first. I'm like, man, you don't understand what you did. Like, when I was younger, what you, what you, what you put in me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize I was planting seeds back then yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying and i was going thick and, and just be clear i was going through my own mess yeah you know what i'm saying but god was still using it mm. and so now that i see that i'm like wow and god's like so here i am now and it's like god's like i'm um, you just picking back up and you left off mm. and so now i have these young ladies that i had i went through all these situations but now i'm relatable and and, and i appreciate the way like i used to be shamed of how God like made me, like mm -hmm. how God built me, because you know sometimes when you you know and not the best in the church or anything, and sometimes people even look at you and be like, your clothes too tight, yeah. or you got it, you don't need to, you don't need to be showing your shape and da 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 da. And I was always very like in my own lane, and my mom always be like, you be proud of who you are, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like 
don't let people shame you. I, but I used to fight through that shame mm. because people people used to say stuff about me like, oh, she not really saved because she wear red lipstick and she she color her hair and she, you know, all the non-traditional things. And God was like, I made you that way for a reason. There's a generation that you got to reach. Not to say that you got to look like the world, yeah. but I, I put this creativity in you to draw people to me. So don't dumb yourself down for nobody. Like, keep that. And so with that, when other people see me, they're like, I can relate to her because I like the style. I like the fashion. All those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, who can minister to the, to the girls in the strip club? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got on a long dress and a doily on your head. Who is you ministering to? You feel me? So when those girls see me, they're like, oh, man, you're, you know, you're pretty. Your hair's nice. You're make, you know, da, 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 da. And then start having these conversations like, oh, man, these girls in the sex industry. And the Lord started giving me revelation start showing me things about these women yeah. and allowing me to be able to minister to them and showing them that this is the way God is the way he's true. He's the light mm. and come on this side of the table and you can still be wealthy. You can still have the nice things in life and serve God at the same time. God didn't put us on this earth to have us be here and be miserable. We're supposed to enjoy the land, but you can't make that joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, you know, they, they, they idolize the stuff they have. Like you see it on, on Instagram all the time. People are telling you what they want you to see, but they're not giving you the backstory or how they got some of that stuff. Some people yeah. have sacrificed and sold their soul for that stuff. Hmm. And I, too, have been presented with selling my soul to get on certain stages. I refuse. I refuse to let somebody use me so they can upbuild the kingdom of darkness. When God will say to me, that's not the table I want you to sit at. Yes, that's not the stage I want you to be on. As a matter of fact, I'm building a stage for you. Mm. And that takes me back to vision. Because you mentioned vision. That takes me back to vision. Before I met my husband, I had this reoccurring dream for years. Yeah. Of me being on the stage with this man. And it wasn't until I married him and God allowed him in the dream to, sh to turn around and I could finally see his face. <laughs> but he still had the same build. That was the crazy part. I was like, man, it's just, it was, it was so amazing because now I know I'm literally walking in my purpose yes, right now. And that to me is everything. I take God over, and I take God over culture. Mm -hmm. I take God over hip hop. Yep. I take God over idolizing, you know, how I'm supposed, you know, people say we spoke to look. I take God over all of that because at the end of the day, I also understand there's a prince, there are principalities in this world that are working against us, but we got the Holy Spirit and we have the power and God gave us the tools. We have the whole armor of God to put on and we can fight and we are already victorious. And there's nothing the mm. enemy can do to stop us from fulfilling God's purpose and plan in our life, period. And you got to know that as a believer. Yes, ma'am. You got to know that you equipped. A lot of times we don't know that we don't realize we equipped because People don't get in their words. Yes, you got to spend time with God. Mm -hmm. And the more you spend time with him, he'll start revealing. Yeah. He'll start revealing to you where he wants you to be. And you might, and, and that's, I, I'm going to be real with y'all. Now, sometimes the Lord will show you the end and you won't get the middle and you sure ain't going to get the beginning. You got to walk that thing out. And it's like, it I'm giving you the vision for the end so that you can Trust me through this process. And guess what? In the process, it's not going to feel good. You got to go through the fire. Mm. You got to climb some mountain. You got to climb some mountain. You got to get through the valley. And yeah. guess what? That valley may look really dark. I dealt with depression mm. silently. I silently, 
as a woman of God, dealt with depression. What areas of depression did I, did I deal with? I dealt with the area of depression because I was changing and I didn't know how to embrace the change. Hmm. There was nobody that came along and taught me how to embrace the change as a woman. Now, my husband, he was pushing me, yes, pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. But as a woman, I needed somebody. And that's why I know I, I'm appointed to God's daughters. There was nobody to say, girl, you want to hit a point to where it's a season of becoming. And in the season of becoming, God is going to strip you. Mm. He's going to strip you from everything that you know. Yeah. And when he strips you, he's going to build you up at the same time. It's, it sounds very cliche. Yeah. But he's going to strip you and build you. Strip you and build you. As he's building you, because of the anointing, whatever that anointing is that is on your life, he's adding to you the things that you never thought that you could ever do. Yeah. Because it takes the anointing of God to be able to go forth and, and, and deliver women from demonic um, forces that may be on their life, hindering them from going forward, breaking the generational curses off of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Literally setting the captives free. Jesus did this. When Jesus was here, he showed us. He went from town to town to town to town, <laughs> delivering people, delivering people. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and sometimes when he delivered these people, like there was, there was a woman, the reminds me of this story, that we, there was a woman that pressed her way to Jesus, and she's like, listen, my daughter, which wasn't even with her. Yeah. My daughter has a demon. She is, this is what she's doing. And Jesus looked at her and, and the disciples was like, man, come on, man. Like, listen, you know, you're bothering him. You're bothering him. And, and she's like, no, 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 no. Because of your faith, your daughter is already healed. Mm. Because, of, because of her faith mm. of a mother mm. saying that I'm standing in the gap for my daughter. I can't even get my daughter here. But I am here in your face telling you that my daughter needs deliverance. I like that. And guess what? The demon left that girl. That's good. And you can't sit here and tell me that some of the stuff that we don't we experience in life, demonic forces run up on us and get in our soul. We don't realize that our soul is an open door. Yeah. And we got to learn how to, whatever's in our soul from generational curse. I had some generational stuff I had to deal with too. Yes, ma'am. I followed in my mom's footsteps. I got pregnant at 19. My mom got pregnant at 19. Mm. I dealt with depression. My mama dealt with depression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it, it took somebody to be able to look at me and say, Let's get, you got generational curses on you. And God is, is meeting you at your need right now to break these curses. Yes, and the man of God prayed for me, broke the curses off of me. Um, and I got free. I got delivered. And my, and my, not sure. Like right after that, my children, too, is I got delivered. My son just recently got delivered from, from popping Xanax. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My son just recently got delivered from top and kills, dealing with depression. My daughter, dealing with depression. What happened to her? The enemy got all in her head. She started losing weight, got sick. And God pushed her right back to my house. And me and my husband took her to the business and she got free. I can't even count the amount of spirits that came out of her. But I can see the change in her. Yeah. She looked different. She talked different. Her skin is the, I mean, when you get the, when God, I mean, because you get, you're made new. You're made whole. Mm-hmm. And the wholeness of God is what we need to embrace in our life. That's so good. So for that, making whole and for God using you, you have to throw that. I'm going to piggyback on that. We got to be prepared for what God has for us. We got 
when, when it's like the first day of school, we got we got the new we got the backpack, we got the the, the right. notebook and all that. We gotta be prepared for what God has for us. We gotta have a plan. We have to make that. We have to write it down, make a plan, and give it to God. Hey, God uses. And if you want to revise and edit, hey, revise and edit. <laughs> but we have to be prepared right. for what God has for us, and not only be prepared that we gotta be ready to move. Mm. And because God's going to position you to where he wants you to be at. True. It's not going to look, sometimes it's not going to look like the way you want to look like. It's not. It's not going to look like it at all. It's not going to look like it at all, but you will see the changes of what's going to happen. Some of the friends you're not going to be hanging out with. You're not going to be with the same people and all that. It's probably the same family members and all that. I got so much new family members this past two years. That's not even blood. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that is good. It, 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 it's so some people just gotta be like I said they're not in a relationship with your purpose and they're not gonna help God not not even help God but they're not gonna see that God's trying to position you and they're gonna help you like I need you to get you in that spot where God wants you to be up they're not for that they're not for you that's true you know that true. I had to cut a lot of people off you know a lot of people off. And, and it wasn't even the fact that I felt like I was better than anybody else but where I was going, I, I knew they couldn't go with me, but God still wanted me to be an mm. example to them. So when they, when your inner core starts to change, you have to put, you have to allow God to show you who belongs in that inner core. And the people that are in your inner core, they need to be able to pray for you when you can't pray for yourself. Mm. They need to be able to go with you when God say go, to, for somebody to always look out for you and have your back and, and, and help guard you. You know what I'm saying? You need to be the people that when you're feeling away, you can call on them and say, listen, I need to vent. I'm feeling away. And they're going to give you the word, not their opinion, mm. but they're going to give you the word of God. And the word of God is truth. So it's going to bring man. you back into the light because a lot of times we can get in a dark place and start talking foolish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we human. And, and, and that friend should be able to say, hold up. That's not that's not what God says. No, that's that's. The enemy is speaking through you right now. Come on now. Did it did the enemy not speak to Peter? Come on now. Must we go there? Let's not act like we so holier than thou or we're so I'm such a Christian that the enemy sometimes can't get in and speak through us because he needs a vessel to speak through so that you would never fulfill purpose. So if the words can come out of your mouth that are opposite than what the word of God says, that seed that you're planting. It will grow. Somebody needs to be able to block that and say, no, sis, mm. we got to pluck that seed out the ground because you won't get a bad harvest on that. You can't say that. You can't say that about yourself. You are beautiful. You can't say that about yourself. God does have a mate for you. You can't say that about yourself because greater is he that is in me than he that is within the world. Sis, that's you. That he means species. That's you. God is in you. So you cannot seed. speak opposite than what the word of God says for your life. We're not doing that. I'm not doing that with you today. So go on and get your Bible. Let's go on. Matter of fact, I'm, a, I'm about to meet with you, sis, and I'm going to lay hands on you and pray for you and get you together. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how my, that's how my, I rock with my circle of friends. Right. And if I can't get you together, we don't need to be friends. And some of those people that were in my life for a long time, because I was a socialite. I used to listen. I used to go to church and go to club. Like, can we be real? Be real. Can we be real? I was fighting. I was struggling, y'all. Listen. <laughs> Because I grew up a church girl, never experienced the world like that, got married at a young age. And when I got married at 20 years old, you know, I was in church. Like, I didn't go. So when I got divorced, I was like, man, bump this. This man done broke my heart. I'm about to see what else out here in the world. I started going to the club. 
I start hanging out with people I had no business hanging out with, yeah. and I I still went to church. Still went to church. Still went to Bible study on Wednesday. <laughs> I still was shouting, praising the Lord, getting prayer, paying tithes, offering, harvest seed, this seed, that seed. My kids never saw me out in the world. Mm. I was hiding that. Mm. I was living that double mm. life because why? I was hurt. I was operating out of hurt and I was operating out of pain. And I, but I still knew God. Like I still always say, one of my friends is always say, yeah, no matter what you do, when you speak something, it happens. And when you pray, you say, I prayed about this. God always brings, the, brings that to pass. How does that happen for you? I'm like, I don't even know. Oh, but check the move though. Yeah, the world can still operate in God's system, in his way. Like you have rappers, they tithe and they give their offerings to the church. God's word has no respect of person. So if you take a principle and that sowing seeds and, and, and give it to the kingdom of yeah. God, that you can still be blessed and mm -hmm. still be a hellion. Yeah. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. And, and the enemy still use you and God still take that money and use it for his skin. Okay. That is a real thing. And Sweet. a lot of people, they don't like to talk about that mm -hmm. because, but why, why was I operating like that? Cause I was broken. Dude, I was broken. And through that brokenness, God was like, mm, but I ain't giving up on her because I know what's in her. Yes, I know what I put in her and I anointed her from her mother's womb before I even allowed her to come from heaven and put place her there. She already had a purpose, I already gave you a purpose. Like that. And that is real talk. You got my head spinning right now. You got my head spinning right now. Listen, I ain't have to say much today. I did not have to say much today. It is so great. But then for me, I'm, I'm going to close out. And why, why, why is my mind working? Because know who you are. Because if you gotta be image bearers, you gotta be, um, you gotta reflect God, we gotta know who you are. That's the biggest thing. So, like, even if you have to do a double check, God, who, who am I? He gonna reveal that to you. God, what's the wisdom? Like, he's, he's gonna reveal it to you. So, it's, it's, a, we gotta know. And, like I said, we all talk about commanding things. You got Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm -hmm. You already know for, I know the plans I have for you. Declare the Lord and plans, me, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He don't have the, he don't have the plans for you. He, he don't want to harm you at all. So that's what you know. In Miss 828. You all know that for those who love, love God, all things will work together to be. And for those who are according to his purpose, if this is purpose, this is you just got to wait in there. And you can fight, and you can run, and you can hide, and duck, and dive. God, all oh, he, he's going to find a way. So he's going to get you. He got, all, he got a plan for your life. His hand is on your life. He wants to you. He's going to find a way to get your attention. And it's unfortunate. Some people, don't, they don't get that opportunity to. they almost on their deathbed. Yes, ma'am. And it's like, dang, like, bro, you just, you just made it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, God's purpose is for us all to, to be with him, not for us to go to hell. He's not a God of, you know, iron fist, iron hand. He's a God of love. And, and when you get yourself in a, in a place and everything is topsy-turvy and it's going crazy, that's, that's your eye opener right here. And you need to open your mouth and say, God, I want you in my life. I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe God on the cross rose on the third day i repent of all of my sins like bro i just sat here and told you i was sinning 
along my journey. And I'm not saying that that's what anybody else should do, but I, I, I mentioned those things because I want people to be able to identify and be like, dang, that's where I'm at right now. Or dang, okay, she was there. I'm here. I'm, I'm at that point she talked about. Because I believe a lot of the things I God allowed me to experience is sort of I could be a testimony to other women. You know what I'm saying? And I could break down those, those religious barriers that tells you that, you know, you can't still serve God. Yes, because God is chasing you. And he is keeping you alive so that you don't die and go to hell like that. God is giving you an opportunity. He's giving you a chance. And so right now, anybody's listening to this podcast, I'm here to let you know God is giving you a chance. Mm. He's giving you an opportunity. He, he, his word says he will never leave you nor forsake you, yes, nor leave you begging for bread. He's not left you. It is time for you to make a commitment and say, God, I trust you. I trust you with my life. I don't know what's going to happen with my life, but Lord, I believe you and I know you've got me and I know I'll let you in control of my life. And whatever that looks like, Lord, I give in, give in. And when you give in to God, he's such a God of love and peace and joy and grace and kindness. You will begin to flourish in so many different ways in your life that you never thought that you could, and then you become an example. All that prosperity and you wanting money and you want a bag, God will give you a bag, but when you give God you, I mean, if you want the bag, just give God you. But the purpose can't be about the bag. The purpose got to be about your life being a mark for the kingdom of heaven, and the reward that comes with that can be a bag. That's the word. That's Guys, I want y'all really, I want them to put her Instagram, YouTube, follow her. Ladies, really dive in. She do, you do Bible study, right? I do Bible study every Monday at 7 p.m. So we do stream on uh, Facebook and YouTube at the same time. I want y'all really dive in. Like, I'm saying, I think I'm going to be, you can work today, I think. Okay, me and you gonna be working together soon. This is this is the beginning. This is just the beginning, and God, like I said, God's gonna position people in your life. So that 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 night when you came in your coso and all that, I I wasn't planning on having no more tables. I wasn't planning on having no table. This you got. I'm like, come on, man. Ready to go. You ready, was ready to, to go. go. I ready to go. Apron off and everything, but it just it so happened that that was my table. We right. got connected and all oh. that and. It's, it's crazy then like you know your husband from know, the that gym was, you know, that was crazy that's, that's like a, what that's, you know my that's, husband that's god like we don't see i'm like i know that i see him at the gym i saw him yeah. so it's it's just crazy how god's just been like position us and, and position people inside your life and all that guys it's fun and all that it's great i got i gotta get ready and all that i gotta call moles because they ain't calling back and i got i gotta do catering and all that and well they got cater us i gotta make sure i know that's right you got get the food i ain't gonna lie i had use i had use god anointing that he gave me to sweet talk the lady because i was supposed to i was supposed to call him yesterday i had called him today so that they had pulled some strings from me i know that's right a little finesse don't hurt nobody (laughs) but guys make sure y'all follow her and all that subscribe and all that and y'all be blessed Yes. Be, but this was amazing. It was amazing. I can't wait to come back again. <laughs> I'll see you later, guys. <laughs> All right.